we need to know how to play our instrument so that we can share that gift with someone else instead of waiting for somebody to hit the right note it could take forever right yeah. so putting our pleasure back into our own hands reclaiming our pleasure reclaiming our sovereign sexuality like yes like i'm a woman my like you know creation gave me a clitoris whose only job in my entire body is to feel good there's no other working organ or muscle in the body whose pure intention is pleasure and this right. pleasure from our clitoris is not for somebody else. It is for us to share with who we desire. Hi, welcome to the Melrose Show. Melrose here. If you've listened to this intro before, you can click the forward button now eight times to get to the start of this episode. So before this version of myself, I was an artist, fashion designer, professional model, TV personality, small business owner, real estate agent, placement agent, and an institutional financial advisor, all before stepping into my current role, which I love in investor relations and podcasting professional. Woo! It was a wild ride to get here. And after all those jobs, living in six countries, 16 different cities, and trying on many versions of myself, I have found that the best place to live is comfortably in my purpose and in a space and a community that allows me and wants to see me grow. And I want the same for you through my highly versatile career path and working with others on their dreams along the way, I decided to start this podcast to try to help people understand that life is not a race, it's a marathon, career is not a ladder, it's a jungle gym, and that I really believe truly the best way in life is following curiosity. My curiosity has me focused on career, plants, shadow light and integration work, art, permaculture, and community building. These are my purposes in life. And for me, they all go together. They're topics that we will explore together throughout time on this podcast. And I come here to connect you to unique ideas from incredible people. The aim is to help us all grow more into our purpose-driven lives. This podcast supports a community of amazing humans that meet on full moons to howl and heal. We are a global community. Many are interviewed on this podcast. And I invite you to join us offline after the show. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this exploration journey with people from around the world who have self-actualized in their lives in some way. Hopefully, they will inspire you in your own authentic journey. Enjoy! Hey, everybody. Today, we are joined by Sabrina Vedette. She is the founder of Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam. She is a certified vaginal steam therapist. She is a Yoni egg and pleasure wand guide. She guides women in discovering their sacred and often lost divine feminine healing powers. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. It is an honor and pleasure to be here with you, Melrose. We are so excited to have you in the goddess circle and as a speaker on this podcast, I think that what you're doing is incredible work. It is so important in a healthcare system that often makes us feel overlooked as women. I think that that I have so many questions and I have so many things I want to tell them, everyone about you, but at first, can we just start with a little bit of insight on your background and how you came to this role? Absolutely. So um, I am a certified vaginal steam therapist and I support women in discovering and re-remembering their pleasure, passion, and purpose through the sensual feminine arts. And so how I came to this was through my own healing journey, as many of us can probably relate to, our greatest purpose arises from our greatest strife. And for me, I had you know, a, a history of unhealthy relationships. And I'm sure many of you can relate. When we are literally a magnet to um, 
men or women or they or them that don't honor and respect us and who we are. And we lose ourselves in those relations. And I was one of those, one of those girls. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, my journey into working with yoni steaming and working with yoni eggs and pleasure wands is actually a journey of reclaiming my feminine center to myself was re-remembering how to actually even feel pleasure and so um, it was also coupled with um, some health issues, some yoni health issues that I was having. Um, now, yoni is Sanskrit for the word vagina, right? And we call it yoni because yoni means sacred temple and vagina means sheath, which is something we put our knife in, right? So, wow, uh, I that. <laughs> that's Latin for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I ha- used to have chronic urinary tract infections. Oh. And so, uh, yeah, I know once you hear that word, you're like, no, I would say I wouldn't wish a urinary tract infection on my worst enemy. Like that oh, is just something that all humans need to uh, be able to be exempt from if possible. And, and so here I am, I'm like this free loving, free flowing hippie wearing non-GMO, you know, clothes, (laughs) right? Because that's as extreme as I was, (laughs) you know, bamboo, organic clothes, non-GMO food. And um, here I am taking rounds of antibiotics every other month to combat these urinary tract infections. And it wasn't helping. And I said to myself, there must be something else out there for me. You know, so here I am, you know, in this space of a low self-worth with my with my body and with my spirit and in relationships and also suffering from these um, chronic UTIs. And I went on a journey to heal myself because I went to Western medicine and they said, here, have some birth control, have some antibiotics, you know, and I went to other people and they said, no, this relationship is fine for you. Don't worry about it. And I said, I need to get back to myself. I need to find out what my heart is saying, what my womb is saying, where's my intuition? Where's my womb tuition at, (laughs) right? Like what is really the best for me? And so I set off on a journey that took me around the world where I studied with teachers and um, mentors and took apprenticeships that and discovered about herbalism. I discovered, you know, the Tao. I discovered Tantra. Um, I discovered, you know, temple dancing. And in this journey of like expanding my, you know, expanding myself, I also um, happened to be in alignment with my blood sister, who at this time was a, you know, selling um, products to high level stores. And she had her birthday party and got bitten by a tick. And the doctors wanted her to take all of these antibiotics. Some people that live in tick country know what that's like. Lyme's disease is a very scary thing. And I said, Ariel, before you go and, you know, take all these antibiotics, why don't you go to an herbalist? Why don't you go to a naturopath and see what happened? And so, (laughs) she went to an herbalist and had such a profound experience that she quit her job and went to school for herbalism. And in her first year, she said, I have a cure for your urinary tract infections. It's called vaginal steaming. Wow. (laughs) Is on the podcast. And oh, that is so such a beautiful story. Oh my God. Okay, keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so it's just beautiful. You know, once the feminine, once we open up to our path, once we surrender and say, take me, show me, I'm here, I'm available. I'm going to stop being rigid. I'm going to stop thinking that things are supposed to be a certain way. I'm going to open my mind, open my heart, open my womb and see what's available to me. The universe brings us so much wisdom and richness and our path is lit up as if it was the yellow brick road, Mm -hmm. right? So um, I began yoni steaming. 
um, vaginal steaming with these herbs that my sister made this herbal blend for me. And my urinary tract infections went away. And when I'm saying this, I'm talking about five years later, I've only had two successful urinary tract infections in my life from that moment that I first started vaginal steaming. And that's when I knew there was something very special about this practice. And you had chronic, you did. Chronic, yeah. I was getting them every other month. (gasps) Oh, sister. Mm-hmm. I like to get goosebumps. I had one once. I was in the middle of a fashion show on a beach in a wedding dress. You know, it was a very horrible situation in Malibu. It was the worst, the most painful experience of my life. It was horrible. I can't believe you had these every month. And mm-hmm. that doctors were like, here, just go on birth control. They were like, here, take more antibiotics. You know, you need antibiotics. And what many of us don't know is that antibiotics are actually destroying our microbiome and making our immune system weaker so that we're more susceptible to those things that we are, that are reoccurring. And no one said, yeah, take probiotics. Yeah, do this. Yeah, no, it's like the the Western medical conspiracy unfortunately isn't set up to heal our um, to heal our wounds from the root cause they are very good at band-aids and treating symptoms mm, yeah. but not getting to the root cause right and that's what where eastern medicine and natural medicine and comes in to really fill that space of what's actually the reason behind this let's get to that so that we can heal the symptoms naturally yeah i mean i always had issues i mean from the time i got my period on and um this one doctor kept calling in prescriptions for me. She's a girlfriend of mine. And I just didn't want to have to go to the doctor every time I had an issue. I knew what the issue was. And she said, babe, are you taking a probiotic? And I was like, no. And she's like, take a probiotic. And I've never had issues since. It's like, I just needed one sister to tell me, mm-hmm. you know, like, this is just the easiest solution is your microbiome, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry. So we've got all sorts of dings and rings going on, but you know, that's COVID life. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so you discovered all of these things. Um, Ariel got bit by a tick, found herbalism, found through herbalism, your cure. And then Mm -hmm. that, you know, figuring out what to do in our life often does come from battling our biggest problems. And that is totally true for you. You found this yoni steaming and it changed your life. So you decided to bring it to other women. Um, and then, so what has that process been like? I mean, you are somebody who now hosts workshops, lectures, retreats. You, I love your stories about how you started doing retreats and you were doing this like before this was like a thing, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you told me you like basically were on and off living in tents like all year long, sharing ancient medicine traditions, nature therapy, benefits of sensual healing arts. And this all unlocks our passion and our purpose. So tell us a little bit about the process of turning that experience into a profession. Yeah. Well, I spent 10 years living out of tents and um, I was traveling from um, festival to, um, you know, retreat that I was at first a part of and then started um, creating myself. And, um, and what wait so how I started making this a profession so imagine this I'm holding these beautiful full and new moon wisdom circles right where we're gathering with women in the power of the energy of the new and full moons to manifest our dreams and desires and to plant new intentions but also to release and let go of all of those things that don't serve right and so um, we'd be yoni steaming and women were having profound transformational experiences, both in the physical side on with their menstrual cycles and on the emotional and energetic spiritual side, you know, like we were really coming together and supporting each other and um, releasing sexual blockages and emotional blockages and um, transmuting so much stagnant energy and starting to clear, you know, womb trauma 
and lineage trauma and clear the space for our wombs to be portals for the next generation to come through, you know, as trauma free as possible, because we were actually facing our fears and actually facing, you know, our own demons and saying, yes, I'm going to give this back to the earth. When I do this Yoni steam, I'm releasing all that does not serve back into the earth and I'm going to be giving that to Mama Gaia and she's going to transmute that energy and take it and, put, and, and grow flowers somewhere, right? And so women started coming to me and started saying, hey, like, I really notice a difference in my menstrual cycle, but I'm wondering, like, I bleed every 35 days and, um, you know, I have a lot of brown blood or, hey, like my, my menstrual cycles are um, very irregular or I have cysts and fibroids or I'm trying to get pregnant. Um, can you support me? Can yoni steaming support me? What do I need to do? And I said, wow, you know what? I'm going to find out. So that's when I started researching and found parasteam hydrotherapy. And parasteam hydrotherapy is the science behind you, our menstrual blood. So we read your menstrual blood like a tarot card. Every single thing from the amount of days that you bleed to the quality of your blood, the thickness, the brightness, the, you know, uh, the, the nectar versus discharge, you know, what is going on, even your digestion. And, you know, then from this intake, I can develop a protocol, a written protocol that says, all right, sister, in order for you to lengthen your cycle, you bleed every 25 days, this isn't healthy. We need to um, increase that. You're, you're technically having two periods in one month. You don't need birth control to regulate that. These are the herbs that you need. And this is the days that you're gonna steam in the month of this month so that you can start coming to a 28 day cycle, for example, or, oh, you desire to become pregnant. Well, we have a yoni steam protocol for that, for fertility, you know? And so I started training in parasteam hydrotherapy, became a certified vaginal steam therapist. And um, I'm very close to completing my full parasteam hydrotherapy degree. And I've been treating... Um, I have been supporting women returning their menstrual cycles back to balance for almost four years now. Wow. So like you're really reconnecting women back to their menstrual cycles and being aware of what they're going through. I love you said when we, when we like we're prepping for the podcast, you said we need to be able to nourish ourselves and others, and we need to re remember the circle of life and that involves our cycle and we have to be in touch with that or you know everything else just basically malfunctions <laughs> there, there, that is correct you know there's a very important aspect of our sovereignty that has been robbed from us from birth from the time that our mother was told that she needed to go to a hospital and have a man pull you out of her which from that moment on gives her the impression that her body can't do what it needs to do in order to bring new life into the world. So when that happens, a mistrust in the body is formed and a mistrust in the intuition is formed. So that creates the first codependency with doctors. Oh, I don't know what to do with um, my, my child's sick. I don't know what to do. I need to go to the doctor. Oh, something's wrong. I need to go to the doctor and I need to listen to what the doctor says and do what the doctor says, because I have no knowledge of this myself. So right. the first having babies for thousands and thousands of years, they used to go mm -hmm. out into a field and have a baby. You said mm -hmm. they used to go out into a field by themselves and yeah. have babies. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> you know, we've been populating the planet for centuries and this medical system has <laughs> only been around for 500 years <laughs> or less. Right. I mean, that's, that's a, that's something I think that we should all just let soak in, you know, that we we're told we have to do these things. Yes. Okay. Fine. It's safer or whatever. But, um, but is it, I don't know. Cause now you have this mental handicap in a way where you always think you have to just run to a, uh, regulated traditional profitable healthcare system, instead of like being in tune with what you think you should be doing and that, you know, mm -hmm. you know, what, you know, yeah. By get, being a part of a species that has evolved over thousands of years. Mm -hmm.
So one of the first steps of reclaiming our sovereignty for ourselves, and this means our sovereign sexuality, this means our sovereign intuition, this means our ability to make decisions on our own without feeling we need to ask a friend or a parent or a spiritual advisor or a teacher, is learning how to heal ourselves by becoming versed in plant medicine, by becoming versed in healing practices and by actually engaging in them and doing them, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you have strep throat, what do you do? You know, when you have uh, extreme PMS, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Well, there's medicine traditions that have been going for thousands of years that teach us how to do that without having to take an antibiotic but I digress, right? That's not necessarily what this podcast is about, but what it is about is how do we, you know, learn how to be our highest selves? How do we step into our feminine power? How do we become empowered feminine leaders in our own lives and in the lives of others? How do we say, I'm going to be an entrepreneur because I don't want to be a part of this system. I'm going to do what I know my soul calling is, and I'm going to draw in all of the resources and finances and monies in order for me to live comfortably and do what I was born here to do. And that my, my life calling doesn't have to be a side hustle. Totally. And I mean, these are your words. So I'm just going to kind of keep you in line with what you said. You said when we were talking before, we need to take back inner power of healing ourselves. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I was kind of feeling when I was talking to you before, and that I feel with you every time I talk to you is like, we ignore the yoni, you know, like, yes, we have sex and yes, we, you know, take care of ourselves hygienically, but to not be doing our Kegels and to not be, um, centering with our womb every day, it really is something that can drive what you're talking about, which is to stay living in your feminine power and to stay living in your purpose. And when we ignore our yoni, I think we are ignoring the main force of our lives. So it is a fascinating thing that, um, to talk about and to, and to be comfortable talking about, I think, um, you said the missing link is that we've been robbed of ourselves. You know, we've been oppressed or the feminine is oppressed on purpose. So let's say somebody wants to, to Yoni steam and they, they love what you're talking about. What is it? (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, um, also just to, just to round that out. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been taught from the time that we were born to never touch ourselves below the belly button that it's a sin, that it is, you know, unladylike, that we don't do those things, even that, you know, um, you know, self-pleasure is only for men, you know, men get to do it, but we don't, you know, that's just something men do with their lingams, you know, but like, we don't get to do that. And we've been taught that our bodies are for someone else's pleasure. We don't get to feel pleasure unless somebody else, you know, gives it to us. And most of the time, what happens for many women is that the pleasure that other people are trying to give to us isn't really doing the job. And we become dissatisfied, we become irritated, we become, you know, disenchanted with life. If we're not orgasming, we are disenchanted with life. And how does that come out? That comes out in bitchiness. <laughs> that comes out in being, you know, catty and like with other humans. That comes out with um, starting random arguments and fights with your partner because they're not giving you that orgasm, but our pleasure is our responsibility. Our orgasm is our responsibility. And if we don't even know what makes us feel good, how can we direct someone else to those places to make us feel good? We need to know how to play our instrument so that we can share that gift with someone else instead of waiting for somebody to hit the right note. It could take forever. 
right? Yeah. So putting our pleasure back into our own hands, reclaiming our pleasure, reclaiming our sovereign sexuality. Like, yes, like I'm a woman, my like, you know, creation gave me a clitoris whose only job in my entire body is to feel good. There is no other working organ or muscle in the body whose pure intention is pleasure. And this right. pleasure from our clitoris is not for somebody else. It is for us to share with who we desire, right? And this clitoris is, you know, the gateway to our earth shattering vaginal canal orgasms, right? And those are the orgasms that like change our lives. The ones that we remember as that time, <laughs> right? Where I wasn't even present and like that time where I was in the galaxy and then I came back like, what is going on? Well, that time can happen every time if we are conscious creators of our own pleasure. And if we're in communication with our partners to let them know what makes us feel good. And that's where the practices that I teach come in. Right. And so that is the conclusion for that. And what is yoni steaming? Yoni steaming is the act of boiling herbs um, in a pot. And what happens when we boil those herbs in a pot is that the aromatherapeutic and volatile oils of the plant um, come, you know, like leach off of the plant when it's heated in the water. And then you have these medicinal oils in the water. And what happens when you're boiling that pot, you have the cap on the pot, those medicinal oils come up into the steam. And when that they come up into the steam, you know, you have this very medicinal steam. And now when you apply it to this most sensitive absorbent tissues in our body, our vulva, our inner and outer labia, you know, what happens is those pores start opening up and the steam with the medicine of the herbs literally seeps into our skin and goes into our bloodstream and is carried up into the womb to do its healing work. And the main healing work of the Oni steam is to clear and cleanse the womb from old tissue and residue and old blood that has been building up in our body from years and years and having a menstrual cycle and not fully cleansing each month with the period as designed. And the reasons are so span. I mean, everything from not getting enough sleep to traveling, to stress, to um, poor eating habits, to lack of exercise, or to you know, other factors that are environmental toxins, you know, all of these things slow down the uterus from being able to do its job each month, which is our monthly womb cleanse, which is our period. Right. Wow. Okay. So, um, for people who want to get the herbs, you sell them on your website. Um, and you do, you can teach people how to, you can work one-on-one -on -one with people and, um, and this practice has just changed your life, not just because it's your career, but it changed your health. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's so amazing. I can't believe I'm 37 years old and this is the first, you know, month I've talked about this. It, it breaks my heart a little bit. Um, I'm happy. I'm grateful and I'm, I'm happy about it, but it, part of it makes me feel like, um, you said something when we were speaking before you said, when. Um, we started to do rituals with women and the rituals became very intense. The women started having feelings that they had never felt in their whole lives. And it was so healing for the majority of the women to be in a circle, to do ancient rites and ancient feminine ways and learn these things about their bodies. And this is when women um, who you've worked with have really started to develop a one-on-one -on -one practice and kind of forging their own way and understanding their own bodies instead of what you also said, which is wearing nothingness like it was a badge of honor. Um, <laughs> which It's not a badge of honor to not be in touch with yourself and to not pay attention to this part of you that is so important. And on the last thing I'll say about that is like, if you think that it's not on purpose that we don't pay attention to our yonis and our clitoris and understanding it, just think that you're lucky to have one because there's so many women who have had that taken away from them by, you know, these horrible practices of, um, that, you know, they actually remove women's clitorises, you know, in many places. And it's, it's, we should be grateful and we should be 
we should also be using them and we should be celebrating them and learning the tools around keeping them healthy, um, the, our whole female system. So I love that you said that though, because I wanna really urge women to not wear nothingness as a badge of honor and to get in touch with this part of themselves, especially through healers and guides like you. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're talking about accessing our feminine creative power, it comes from the womb. You know, our womb holds all of our, um, on one side it holds anger and resentment and fear and inability to let go. But on the other side, you know, it holds our unconditional love, our creative self-expression, our ability to birth life into the world, whether it's a live human or a, um, you know, or a relationship or a project, right? And so we pay attention to all the other parts. We get our hair done or like, you know, eat well or exercise, but our womb, she's a, a sovereign entity in our body. And she right. is like that manifester of our dreams and our desires. And she is the access point of our feminine creative power. And so these rituals and practices that I teach and that I study, open up the channels for this feminine creative power to flow freely through the body, right? Because everyone has that energy, right? But if we cultivate that energy, if we get in touch with that energy, then what? Where does it go? What do we do, right? Well, right. when we practice with the yoni gem, we create a channel for that sexual energy to be healthily expressed through our body, through our mind, and through our spirit. Mm, okay, let's talk about the yoni egg. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so I happened to catch one of your your live Instagram lives and you there was no egg involved or maybe there was, I didn't have one, but it was so fascinating. If anyone has Instagram, you've got to join for one of these Instagram lives where you kind of walk women through how to squeeze, where to put the energy, whatnot. So tell us about the yoni egg and this whole process and using one. And there's a lot of controversy around it. You know, when you look it up, it's like the first things you'll see is like doctors say, don't use this, you know, of course, but, um, but you've found so much benefit from that, from using one and so many women you work with do. So let's talk a little bit about what actually this is. Well, um, you know, the roots of a yoni gem practice span across the world, and it is truly just like yoni steaming, a women's medicine tradition, right? And um, it was used in the East to cultivate that feminine sexual creative potential and power and be able to use that in order to um, project our visions and manifestations into the world in a very focused way. Wow. I right? love that. Yeah. And I mean, on the physical side, the physical benefits of the Oni gem range from painless menstruation to multiple orgasms, right? So a consistent practice creates so many incredible, um, you know, physical attributes. And so a lot of women say like, okay, I don't want to, a lot of women are like, I don't want to think about the, the spiritual or the emotional right now. Like, what is this actually doing for me? You know? Right. Well, so there aren't two good enough reasons. I don't know what are, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, some, you know, I, I just like to, because I, I merge in my practice, the physical health and wellness with the energetic and the spiritual, I do do my best to represent it all. So that women that are very grounded in their, you know, like, how is this going to help my business? How is this going to help my body? How is this going to help like this? Um, as opposed to women that are like, yeah, like I want to feel more pleasure. <laughs> so it's like, I believe I deserve to feel good. Yes, we do. <laughs> so we have a lot of orgasm and people don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. 
and, and exactly exactly and someone's got to do it and you know from a very young age I felt very comfortable being sexually expressed but I didn't really understand even what that means it was so innocent you yeah. know and it and there is like an erotic innocence that remains if we allow ourselves to not be um you know to not be guilted and shamed from our own experiences you know so often we guilt and shame ourselves from our own sexual experiences or other people have shamed us and like then we carry this negative view of like our past sexual history instead of looking at it like a beautiful garden of all like these incredible experiences and some of them might not have been healthy or happy um, and some of them may be terrible and with all respect for that it's the intention of knowing that every single step on the path brings us towards our greatest purpose you know like I shared before I was in chronic unhealthy relationships you know <laughs> I was in relationships where I lost friends where even my, my mom said to me once she was like you're gonna wake up dead one day Oh shit. Yeah. And that is a full quote. And I've also been in beautiful relationships with beautiful men, especially one that supported the creation of Sacred Lotus, you know, many props to him and much love. But I'm saying that like there was something going on with me that created this attraction to people that weren't healthy in my life. And so, you know, working with that yoni gem and working with breath work and root locks and the chakra system and, you know, tantra and going deep into this, I was really able to uncover these deep feelings of um, not being enough mm. and deep feelings of, you know, not of just low self-worth that came with that I'm not enough. And many of us have different ones. You know, there's root, root cause, like root, you know, causes for some women, it's I'm not lovable. For some women, it's, you know, I'm not um, worthy. For some women, it's I'm not enough. Or, and this, you know, men have the same thing too. But for me, my deep one, you know, was I'm not enough. And so I just had to keep proving myself. I just needed to prove that I could fix these men and I could, I would be the one to scrape away all the dirt and expose the diamond, you know? And really, that wasn't my job on this planet. It's not my job on this planet to do that. But I didn't know that. And I was stuck in a cycle. So working with yoni gems working with the energies each of these crystals works with a different energy right now i'm wearing my rose quartz yoni gem for this conversation and you know she is that spirit of unconditional love you know she's that spirit of like replenishing our empty cup She's that spirit of our, our, our cosmic sexuality and our sensuality and that divine mother, that cosmic mother that, you know, nurtures and loves and protects all without judgment. Right. And so um, on the physical side, you know, when you have a consistent practice, you're creating dexterity in your vaginal canal muscles, you're strengthening and tonifying the pelvic walls and floor, you're increasing natural lubrication for all the ladies that are dry out there, you know, and like, where did my natural nectar go? Where did my juiciness go? You know, and we're also building that increases your lubrication too. Yeah. When we are giving love, to our yoni when we're working with her and we're activating these muscles that we've never activated before in our life many of us have just been like i can pee and i can poop you know i can hold it in that's it well there is an entire system of muscles and one of my teachers says if you can't shoot ping pong balls with your vagina you're missing out now think about that that's one of the lineages that i'm coming from right now <laughs> that is fair we work out we get our bodies you know we we build our muscles why are we not building this muscle um and i you know i think it's interesting and, and so so what do you do so let's walk through the process of what you do with a yoni egg okay let's do it and i just also want to share out there for those women you know working with the yoni egg alleviates pelvic tightness painful sex you know if you suffer from debilitating cramps PMS symptoms, bloating, back, leg, and pelvic pain, headaches, and irritability. You will discover a relief of these symptoms after working with your yoni gem. They teach your body how to release and let go. And it is not only physical, it is mental as well. Wow. Right? And I have all of those. <laughs> I can't wait for December 1st through 8th when you walk us through it. Okay. Um, 
Yes, with my virtual course, December yeah. 1st through 8th. Absolutely. She's doing an initiation. So if you um, want to join for that, we'll talk about that later. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I want to just make sure we cover all of the info. I can give all of your, I'll, I'll just keep updating all the things that you're doing in the um, description of your you on our podcast um so we can focus on actually this also i would love to tell everyone that you're happily married now which is great for especially women who have been um i was also someone who was attracted to fixing people for many mm. years and um and it's so nice to meet women who have got to the other side and are in good marriages because <laughs> that's you know the goal of relationships right so absolutely a happy relation loving sexual relationship Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so happy to say that I am, I am married to the kindest, most sweetest, most gentle man that, and also confident and sexy and smart and inspired. And we inspire each other. And the, the relation that I'd always dreamed of that I didn't know was possible, like waking up together and dancing first thing out of bed and, and meditating together and doing yoga practice together and making breakfast and starting our day and no codependency, you know, like just totally how we can show up for each other and show up for ourselves every day. And it's so inspiring. And it comes with this deep room work. It comes with knowing ourselves. It comes with getting real with ourselves, like my shadow side, my jealousy, my, you know, like the, yeah. my deep, dark, like feelings that I just didn't even want to acknowledge were a part of me. I pretended that that wasn't even a part of me, just getting so authentic with myself and so vulnerable with him, you know, mm -hmm. like, like I had, you eat, always comes back to what's more important, me being right or being in love. Right. <laughs> but also, you got to drop into your heart for that. You got to drop your heart into your womb for that because sometimes you really want to just be angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you definitely figured it out. That's another podcast. Well, we yeah. Relationships, but anyway, what's the question? What's the question? So, how does it very quickly, how does a yoni, how do you use a yoni egg? Which also, if people want to work with you, they should um, on this. But, um, and then also some of, so how do you use it? And also just a few of the stone properties, if someone was like I'm online while you're talking right now and like, I had to buy one of these things. Okay, like, absolutely. So, you know, the way that we use these, these crystals is by bringing them into our yoni, into our vagina, and they come up into our vaginal canal below the cervix, right? And so the intention is that you have this weight, right? So all of a sudden you're, when you do the, um, I call them yoni synths, it's a series of root locks and breath work right? You start activating the muscles and building strength and at the same time also learning how to let go. So for example, if everyone is, if you're listening, sit up straight from wherever you are, right? And see if you can contract your anus, pull in your anus, like, like you didn't want to poop, contract your anus, right? And then now let's see if we can pull up a fire with our yoni, which is our vaginal opening, right? The vaginal opening to our yoniverse. See if you can pull up a flame up to your belly button, right? And now remember to breathe. And what you're going to do now is send that energy forward to the clit, to the front, right? And if you need to put your middle finger on your clit so you can focus the energy there, send that energy to your clit and breathe. So with everything contracted here, holding everything, and now release. Release, now take a deep breath in through your nose and exhale through the mouth, release the anus all the way. So many times we don't even realize how tight we're holding and wow. that is stopping us from feeling pleasure. That is stopping us from orgasming, all of that right there, right? So now this time from wherever you are, see if you can take a deep inhale and pull up the anus. Another inhale, pull up the yoni. Another inhale, pull up the clit, hold everything all the way up. Feel that traveling all the way up into your rib cage and breathe as you're holding everything here. Imagine the energy circling from the root to through the rib cage, root through the rib cage. And when you exhale, see if you can do a little flutter, a little clitoral flutter. That's all the way at the front, all the way down as you exhale, release. Now take a deep inhale through the nose. Release the anus out through the mouth. Just fully open her up. And wow. breathe. 
This is just, you know, this is just what's possible for you right now, stand sitting here in a straight position and activating different parts of your universe, whether you felt them or you didn't feel them or you felt them weekly. Now, perhaps you can experience a little bit of the potential right? Just like any other muscle in our body, it is important to exercise the pelvic floor to maintain this health, this elasticity, this feeling, and this function. We're increasing blood flow and circulation whenever we do this, right? And most importantly, as we get older, and this is like, as we get older, you don't have to be 60. I'm saying if you're like in your thirties, like where did my libido go? You know, like as we get older, our pelvic floor muscles weaken and become distended. And this results in everything from incontinence, dryness, numbness, and this infamous loss of libido, which is actually a symptom of not activating the muscles and our mind together. You know, so when we are purposely and consciously engaging in yoni egg ritual, you know, when we are working with the power and the strength of this energy, for example, a jade, right? And people are like, what's going on with the jade? Why is it the jade? Well, the jade was the original crystal used in ancient, um, in the Far East regions, right? So in ancient China, um, when the empresses and the concubines of the emperors used the jade crystal to rule the kingdom behind the king by, by projecting their sensual feminine energy out there, like amongst all the others, right? And the jade egg is said to be the bridge between heaven and earth. Right, she aligns our Jing and our Shen and our Qi. And so what are those things? Our Jing is our sexual energy. Our Shen is our spiritual energy. Our Qi is our life force energy. So it aligns all three of these energies, opens up our meridian system and allows all of the energies of our sexual, spiritual and life force to flow freely through the body right? This um, supports us in eliminating what we like to call leaky shakti, which is leaking our feminine energy all over the place and becoming depleted, right? If any, if I, I know someone out there relates to that. The, the taxi driver smiles at us and we're like, here's your, here's your $20 tip. What else do you need? <laughs> you know, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, of course you're smiling at me. Look, this is me. This is who I am. If you ever, you know, are walking and you see like someone that's walking in just, you know, radiating their feminine goddess nectar and their confidence and exuding all this stuff. And you're like, what is going on with that woman? It's like, no, <laughs> she doesn't have a new face cream. You know, she is is connected to her feminine power and she knows how to use it. She knows how to handle it. She knows how to give it to who she wants and not give it to who she doesn't want instead of it just leaking out all over the place. And this is one of the internal practices of the jade egg. Nice. I love that. Okay. I want the jade egg now. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what are some other ones in addition? Oh, by the way, when you use, do this, you kind of like want a couple eggs because you don't know, you like, you, your mood isn't the same every day. So you want, you know, you were telling me like how, you know, you want a couple, two or three of them to like, you know, use them for different practices, energetically, spiritually, you know, and trying to do different things with your yoni egg, right? Exactly. You know, I am an apprentice. I am a graduate of the Obsidian Womb Apprenticeship, right? And I committed to a year-long journey with the Obsidian Yoni Egg. Now, Obsidian is the shadow stone. Obsidian is only to be worn at night. And this is that stone of truth and authenticity and of facing your, your fears and, and, you know, moving through the dark waters of the soul so that you can ultimately, you know, come out to the light on the other side. It's a transformation stone. You know, it, it's a dream stone that helps us bring our dreams back into reality and just say, hey, like, actually, I'm creating a force field around myself. You can't come in with all your negative shit. And the reason is because I have so much stuff going on in my own field that I can't take on your stuff, right? <laughs> and so, uh, uh, and so, you know, if you're working... I'm sorry, what I say again? Is it also like dealing with like trapped um, trauma? Is that a good stone for that one? Absolutely. Like for for um, 
traumatic sexual experiences that include rape or even abortions or miscarriages or unhealthy relationships. That's one of the, you know, that's part of my life journey. Like I was sharing, going back to that thread where I was on that mission traveling around the world, like, like, why am I, you know, attracting this into my life? Yeah. You no. Know, and how do I heal this so that I can have healthy relationships? And, you know, obsidian was a very big part of my journey and that commitment. But once again, you know, you don't need to be in the shadow world 24 seven all the time. You know, I was extreme. I, I committed to that for a year. And like, you know, now I only save my obsidian for like special times when I'm just like, when I really want to go deep with myself, you know, I, you know, I gravitate these days, you know, depending on, you know, where I'm at, I gravitate a lot towards my rose quartz because I'm really cultivating love in my life right now at a very high level and like getting ready to have children. And, you know, that's just where I'm at right now. And like my jade egg is like my power stone. It's like when I'm, you know, want to go out there, you know, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur and a business owner. And I, oh, I run an online store that needs to be stocked and people don't know. It's like, I, you have this beautiful online store, but like those herbs come from somewhere, the packaging comes from somewhere. Someone needs to cut the labels. Someone needs to order things. You know, it's like, it's a lot and it's a labor of love a hundred percent. And when I'm like waking up in the morning, like, how am I going to do it? And thank goodness, shout out to Monica, Ethereal Gaia, support this beautiful woman and her and her sacred jewelry. She is um, my sacred support team. You know, now we do it together. But it's like on those days when it's just like, man, I don't know how I'm going to fill those orders. or I don't know how I'm going to get on that podcast. Like, I, I didn't get enough sleep last night. That's when I use my jade egg that's my crystal of self-leadership, right? That's my self-empowerment. You know, that's connecting to my, um, you know, that's connecting to my inner will and like how I'm projecting my creativity and my sexuality in a, in a healthy channel. All of this is like so important. And um, um, I, there's two things I want to talk about, but just because I know we're coming up on the hour. Um, can you walk us through when we were talking, you told me about the fact that we in our cycle, we are only allowed to really exist in society comfortably in one part of our cycle. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about the blood, the blood phase and the ovulatory phase, you know, mm -hmm. luteal phase. Can you walk us through those? Because to me, that was such a big education and something I want all my listeners to pay attention to um, because this matters. And this is why I teach moonology in the goddess circle. And this is why we have to stop functioning on um, like the agricultural calendar instead of the ones that make sense, you know? Mm -hmm. So I want, I would love if you could just explain us those phases first so that we can kind of have a little bit of a talk about the moon and then, and then we'll have to get you on another session. Cause I, you know, I could talk to you all day. Oh, and well, thank you sister. Yeah, absolutely. So every single month we as women go through a four season cycle right? And it would be, um, it would behoove each woman listening to begin to track your menstrual cycle so you can find out what phase of your cycle, what season you are in, because that affects your work life, your personal life, your self-care, and just your emotions in general, right? And so if we are in our menstrual phase, this is our, you know, our winter, this is our death phase, this is our letting go. This is our time when we are bleeding. This is the time that we cozy in, that we nest, that we have a lot of self introspection, that we review what happened the past month and see where we can improve what, you know, is unhealthy, what we're letting go of, right? What it doesn't, isn't serving our highest purpose. And it's most important, our time to rest. When we are bleeding, that means we are bleeding our life force. And when we're bleeding our life force, that means we have a, a very limited amount of energy. So if we are pretending that this isn't occurring and we're drinking caffeinated drinks to get us through or going out dancing a, a, a lot, not getting enough sleep or getting super stressed out at our jobs and like allowing that to control our emotional state, we are going to set the, we're going to set the stage for the next 
month to be like that, oh, yeah. you know, and, and you might time to serve. You said that is not a time to be in service of others. That is not a time to be in service of others. It's also not a time to break up with boyfriends or friends or like say that thing that you really wanted to say to someone. It's like not the time. <laughs> You're like, this is your psychic time. Like you need to be dreaming, be hyper female, be in your, mm-hmm. be in your like cave in your cocoon, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And that was what we did in ancient times with our dream lodges. We would go into red tents. We'd go into dream lodges. We'd dream up the future for the tribe. You know, we'd connect into the veil and, and see what was envision what was to happen for everybody else. So this is a really sacred time for us. This is the time that we get the most downloads. So this is a really great time for journaling, right? And just really get t- t- great time for just getting everything out and like experiencing things. So moving right along when we, after um, our winter phase, right? And these also, you know, connect to the goddess archetypes too. And that goddess is like, you know, what, what we call her in uh, my lineage is the sacred dreamer, right? So that's our menstrual cycle. We're in our sacred dreamer. And um, then we move into our follicular phase, right? And our follicular phase is about one and a half to two, you know, one and a half weeks approximately. And this is our most energetic phase of, you know, the month for us. This is the time that we're going out and doing Tai Chi and, and yoga and, and seven business meetings and signing contracts. And, um, you know, this is the time if you have any social engagements or speaking engagements or um, important things that you need to do for your business or your life that take your energy and your clear thoughts. This is the time to schedule those things. Then this is when you actually, ironically, are one really accepted in society because, you know, mm-hmm. this is because your blood phase is hit, you know, we're supposed to be hidden in and in right. And this is the one you said that we're, we're only really allowed to exist in this phase, which is crazy. It's only one week out of our month. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have the most testosterone, which would make mm-hmm. more sense. Right. And, you know, there are time, other times that testosterone is released in the body at higher levels, but this is like when we are in our most masculine. So this is what, you know, thank you for bringing me back to that. Yeah. When we're bleeding, as we know, we've been told to hide. We've been told that our blood is dirty or wrong, or that we need to pretend that it's not happening. Like we need to go out in the world when we're having like debilitating cramps and like smile and be like, yeah, everything's fine. It's like, no, things aren't fine. I'm bleeding out my fucking life force, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, now we move into our graceful warrior, which is also like that, you know, energetic phase. And this is the phase that most of us live in our whole lives because we live in this masculine society. And this is the phase that is, is primarily masculine. This is the masculine sacred work is like being in this space all the time, you know, and, um, and being able to, because they need to hunt and provide and protect and do all of these things like ancestrally. And so we're just trying to keep up, you know? And it's not how we were designed to be. Women were not designed to be like that. And so that's why so many of us experience crashes and burnout and emotional breakdowns. Right. And, and like, and, why don't I have any steam right now? Why am I tired? Why, you know, why doesn't this feel right? You know, but mm-hmm. this is why, ladies, this is why, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. So here, you know, now we move into our, um, our ovulatory phase, you know, and so our ovulatory phase, this is when like our sweet nectar is dripping, you know, this is our fertile phase, right? This is when we like, you know, pull down our panties and we're like, what is all that on my panties? That's your sweet fertile nectar, honey, you know, (laughs) take care of that. And, um, this is what we like to call in my lineage, the mother lover phase, right? And this is just like our juicy, sensual nature. We're just like, our body wants to be pregnant right now. So it's like, this is when men are like smelling our pheromones. And like, this is when we are the most attractive even to ourselves like so this rose colored glasses pulls over our eyes we look at ourselves and we're like oh my god i'm beautiful it's like yeah because the body is ready to make love and make babies you know so pay attention to this because this is a really um this in this time we're just so like yeah i'll do anything for you what do you need like you want me to help you move and write your book and also like you know cook dinner for you i got you (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, so this is like our over promising and like our over, like we're just so juicy and sensual and like vibrant and alive and like sexy. And as we know, like this part of our phase also isn't very celebrated unless we're trying to sell hamburgers on top of a car or, you know, like at the club. So also noticing that, right. And then we move from that phase into um, what we, and into the luteal phase. And our luteal phase is the last week and a half or so before we bleed. And this is the time in our cycle when all of our nutrients are being like gleaned from our body and sent, you know, into the womb. And this is the time when we have the biggest cravings. If you get cravings for sugar or sweets or chocolate or, you know, anything, um, even salty things, doesn't matter whatever your cravings are. This is the time when our cravings hit. So it's also the time that the reason these cravings are hitting is because we're getting depleted of vital, vital minerals and nutrients. And so this is the time to be super, super present with our eating and with our nutrition. We need more protein at this time, right? We need more um, fiber at this time so that we feel fuller. You know, there's all of these different you know, tips and tricks so that we don't overeat and gain weight every single month as we're getting ready to bleed because our body's screaming chocolate. Right. And, and this, this is the one you also called the lunatic, which if yeah. you've broken up with boyfriends and been like, why did I do that? This is usually when this is our wild woman. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. this is our wild woman. And this is our like, fuck all that stuff that I just promised when I was ovulating. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> you, know? you know, and so this is, <laughs> which is why men think we're crazy. Uh-huh. And, you know, the word lunatic has, you know, roots of Luna, which is the moon. And it's because just around this time when the women used to bleed together on the full moon. So this is the time when the full moon is ripening. So it's like this lunatic, like we like come out in this like wildness right around these time when the moon is ripening because we're about to bleed and release everything. Wow. So this is our like this. And it's very interesting for you to be able to sh share that with your partner. Say, hey, listen, this week, like don't take anything personally in this week of the month. It'll wow. really support your relationship, you know? And I this is not the time to, you know, do speaking engagements. This is not the time to be like, you know, um, giving, right? Yeah. I think this is really gonna, I think a lot of women right now are listening to this and going, huh, whoa, if only I'd known this at the onset of my period for the whole tw last 20 years of my life. Yeah. They're, these are amazing tools to know yourself, know mm -hmm. thyself, you mm -hmm. know, be in tune with the phases. And I think, um, what you said was, it's like, this is really empowering information. Mm -hmm. Once you know this, you know how to proceed in your relationships, your most intimate relationships and not how to, how to preserve you and actually have time for yourself. Because mm -hmm. there is a whole week, actually too, that like really, it is important for us to be paying attention to what we're mm -hmm. experiencing. I mean, we should always be doing that, but those times when society would prefer us hidden, it's like, well, maybe I will hide out for a few weeks, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I know we've had you for over an hour now, so I, we will let you go, but just <laughs> thank you so much for all your time. You're doing an initiation. Uh, you sell the herbs, you sell the eggs on your website. I'm going to put all of her links, um, in the description of the podcast and on my blog. And, um, was there anything I didn't ask that I should have? Oh, no, not at all. I feel very, very um, full. And my prayer is that each woman out here can take what they need for their spiritual toolkit and really be able to tap into their femininity and access that womb tuition that is just waiting for us. And if you desire support on your journey to menstrual health or to um, in you know, empowered pleasure or to fertility or any of these um, fields that are of my study, then I am available and looking forward to connecting. Amazing. Is the best way for people to reach out to you on your website or on Instagram or what's the way you prefer people reach out to you? I do email and I do Instagram. Okay. And is there any like books for someone who might be considering this as a, as a, as a career path that you would recommend that they read or who just want to like read more about it? We're a big book 
podcast. So we talk about, I, I just want to give you the opportunity to give a few books to the, the, the listeners. You know, people ask me this all the time and I, I, I not blank because, um, I've done so much of my studies with teachers um, and in the embodied version, you know, um, but I, I do have books. I just have to go through my. Yeah, send them to me. But maybe you should write one. I think your story is pretty interesting. Um, so thank you so much for having such an amazing career path and, and for doing something that's really serving people and just being an amazing person. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. And um, if uh, anyone here desires to join the eight day sacred initiation, which is a yoni egg journey through the chakras, we meet once um, every single evening for eight evenings. Um, then I have a special um, discount code for 22% off. Um, and the discount code is Melrose <laughs> on my um on my website, sacredlotusyonisteam.com, where you can purchase your yoni egg and the virtual course, um, you know, and give yourself a little holiday shopping spree, um, all about spreading the love. So thank you so much for supporting independent business and, um, you know, know, empowered feminine leaders and many blessings on your journey. Nothing in this podcast is a recommendation. Hey, all you sea stars, goddesses, naiads, and Neptunes, aka the paradisiacs who care about the important stuff. I hope you all found some inspiration today, and I hope to have your beautiful souls back for our next episode. This podcast supports a beautiful group of humans who gather on full moons, and to find a link for Howl and Heal, and for our website with these episodes, details, and blog, head to themelroshow.com. You can also connect with me on IG at Melrose Wild or at the Melrose Podcast. Again, this is Melrose. I hope after you listen to this conversation, you feel some magic brewing in your own destiny. Thank you for listening and please subscribe or follow us to get updates on new episodes. And if you love this podcast, the best compliment is to rate us with five stars and maybe leave a little love note about how this podcast might be helping you. Have a wonderful day and may the forces of wholeness and growth be with you all.